This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're watching Leicester Till I Die TV with Chris, Craig, Scott, Brad, and Mark. Leicester Till I Die, now available on Spotify. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Hello fellow Fox fans, Ooh, damn good evening to you, welcome along, um, how are we feeling? Ooh, let's quickly move on, let's forget that, because coming up we've got... Yeah, it's just an easy game, another easy game against the bottom of the table team, isn't it? <laughs> we'll see. You are watching Leicester Till I Die TV with Chris and Chumps. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. All you need for everything Leicester City FC. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. Leicester Till I Die. Now available on Spotify.
Mm, yes, we shouldn't count our chickens, should we? So mm, another bottom of the table clash. But hey, I'm just going to prove, I want to prove to my ex-wife that I actually can be in two places at once. I have to say, though, I can be in two places at once, but neither of those were ever with her. But <laughs> I say that in the knowledge that she's uh, in another house somewhere else, so uh, I'm not stupid. Um, but, yeah, you can catch me in two places. If you're on YouTube, if you're watching courtesy of YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV, um, you're welcome along. Please comment. You'll automatically be signed into StreamYard. I'll see your names and it would be great i say give us a follow that would be absolutely fantastic and on facebook uh, group uh, obviously lester till i die please please click on the Streamyard link uh, because that way like i say it just doesn't show you as facebook user and i can see who we're talking to and give you a call out and it's always nice to be able to give you a call out um so we're going to be there twice and if you're watching this on catch up at all yep sure catch up as i say on youtube like i said lester till i die tv or if you want to sort of listen to us rather than watch us, and I <laughs> don't blame you at all for that, your favorite podcast app, including Spotify and Apple iTunes, you can catch us on there. So basically, we're everywhere. So I mentioned before, yep, our next game is away to Sheffield United uh, this Sunday. And here to discuss this with me and look forward to the game is my chat chum craig uh so let's bring craig in and say a very good evening craig good evening chris good evening everybody and uh, welcome to uh, life in tier three um <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, can i just say anybody anybody watching outside of, of tier three like my i have a friend over in uh just over the border in in, in sibitoft and uh yeah, yeah. Uh, not at all smug, uh, but I'm sure you're very much the same, Chris. Um, no, I'm, I'm going to be very, I'm going to be very smug because I'm down in uh, in Dorset, which is tier two. So no, 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 no. Enjoy the the joy of I think I can meet maybe five people instead of four. I, I can't keep up with it to be honest. With you. I've I've no idea sort of what it all means. Um, Facebook user. Hi, please, if you're going to do that, hi. say hi, but stick your name at the end so at least we know if it's Mrs. Twigger or Mrs. Ahern or whoever it is. But Facebook user, hello and hi. Um, and don't forget, we want your views, um, not just me and Craig. Uh, we can we can talk till the cows come home, can't we, Craig? Oh, we can. Yes, as, as indeed we were, which was why we were a couple of minutes late when we started tonight. Because uh, we've, well, I found out we've gone to the same the same high school, didn't we? In, in Leicester, what was the City of Leicester Boys School? We did indeed. We did in uh, just a few years apart. Um, obviously, also the home of uh, Emil Heskey and uh, and Chris's good friend Gary Lineker, who he, he shared. Uh, a few classes with, but we'll. Uh, I was we'll in the that, same that year there. and in the same physics. Yeah, physics, math class, and I will always, it hasn't scarred me for life, and I am getting over it. Uh, and, you know, I do talk about it occasionally because my therapists say it's good for me. But <laughs> I was bullied by Gary Lineker. That is my claim to fame. Gary Lineker bullied me. But there, there we go. But, yeah, we were looking back at some of the, uh, some of the, te or talking about some of the teachers that we'd had. A couple of years difference. I like to think I'm the oldest and um, more mature. But um, yes, I'm not, I'm not yeah, going to argue, but... Chris. <laughs> That's a first. Something I've won before we even start. <laughs> but uh, 
before we do start talking about it, I just want to uh, say that if you remember a few weeks ago, we had Barry Pierpoint on and he's brought out a book, Minding My Own Football Business, which is available on Amazon. And if you Google mindingmyownfootballbusiness.com, you can order that. He was Brit- he was Britain's. He was Leicester's first chief executive, joined the 90s, bit of a Marmite figure, love him or hate him. Um, you know, with the O'Neill affair. Uh, but he was a lovely guy, wasn't he? He came on, he answered all the questions, he didn't shy away from anything. And very kindly, I don't know if that shows there, um, but he signed the book for me. And he's donated one for this evening. Uh, so um, I have to say, I picked the winner out from, uh, I did say he had to be subscribed to YouTube to be in with a chance of winning. And I pulled out a name just before we came live on air, and it was Simon Marsden. So I don't know if he is going to be watching. I'm guessing he's in the group, so I'll post it in the group later. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, just put that up there if he, in case he joins us. But well done, Simon. I'll be in touch, and we'll get Barry to sort of have a chat with you and get that off for you so and thank you to barry if he's watching for supplying that to me as well um yeah but we want your views on the uh players uh what might happen on saturday um it's sorry, on saturday it's sunday isn't it craig and it's, yeah obviously we're still in uh, in europe so uh yeah we are the yes. perennial sunday afternoon favorites um yeah 215 if you've got sky sports it's on the premier league and main event um should we be worried i mean you know a bottom they haven't won all season i don't think which is sort of prime for them to come on and beat us um well we've got a little bit of form haven't we of uh, of not uh, not performing, but to be fair, mm. you know we've managed to not perform against the top and the bottom of the table. So who knows what we'll do this time? Maybe we maybe maybe we managed to get to Paul. Uh, uh, you know, it, it's you know for the, for those who uh, those followers of of Leicester City who are fairly recent, let's say you know. League winners onwards, or those maybe a little bit before. In a microcosm, this 10 games is what we used to have forever over a whole season, over a period of seasons. The ups and downs, now we're getting them in in a few games. So for those of you who are sort of relatively new Leicester fans, relax. This is Leicester City. This is what we do. and, And it'll all turn out fine in the end. We, we we always just say that it was the Leicester City roller coaster. It is, and we we just do it over a period of a few weeks now, now instead of seasons. I mean, I can't believe that you know it was only a few weeks ago we were, and I I know I was, and I'm as fickle as any other football fan, and you know that we'd we'd got the most you know tactically brained manager in the division i know that's not a sentence but you know what i mean and you know he was suddenly this master technician or brendan and then suddenly i mean i, I i'm not going to talk about the game but you know it, it does change you know a week's a long time in football isn't it it does yeah i mean without as you say without going into it because you, you did a great job with that with uh, with brad and julian last night um mm. we seem to be playing the same tactics against Liverpool and Arsenal and then the same against Fulham and, and the lesser teams and um, I think we've got to be you know we've got to be a little bit more 
positive about our own abilities, surely. And um, and, and the way we're, we're sitting back deep at the minute, it means that when we get our good players on the ball, we're still 60, 70 yards away from goal. Yeah. Um, just go, you know, the old days when uh, the old days when the ball used to go out of the box, you used to have your defenders, you know, arms were out and everybody would yeah. just push up, you know, push up. And we don't seem to do that anymore. We we just sit back a bit too much, and uh, uh, and, we, and, it, and it's we, not uh, it, it's not working at the minute. We still have this, you know. I know Brendan likes to play it out from the back, but it it scares me. It really, I mean, you know, we nearly got caught out, and I think it was was Evans that passed it back, uh, and it went past Michael, and, and it it really yeah. does, it really does scare me. And you know, we're eighty minutes, we're two nil down, and we we mm. we were still pissing about with it at the excuse my French at the back of the at the back of the thing. We 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 know we're not going forward, and surely when we're playing teams, and no disrespect to them, I mean the Fulham couldn't believe it, you know, and. They deserved it. You can't say, you know, they didn't deserve it. We played for the last five minutes when we got the goal. Yeah, it was, um, you know, we, we didn't get out of second gear, you know, which yeah. is which is great. You know, when you're winning a game, when, when you're yeah. chasing a game, you've, you've got to put it all in. And, you know, the, the Foxes uh, never quit of old. You know, it wasn't there. We, we seem to have quit quite early on. And, and as I say, I've said it a few weeks uh, now, the... What worries me about this team is how much bottle we've got for the fight when we need to fight in a game. You know, you need to establish your own credentials in a game and earn the right to actually play some football. Um, when things are, no, are going against us, you know, OK, we, we did it against Porto. You know, we came back really well there, but we did it higher up the pitch, you know, and uh, uh, and we, we can't... You know, we, we, we strolled around that game as if we'd already won it and uh, we can't afford to I do think- that against anyone. I think you mean Braga, but um, not Sorry, Porto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you're holding this thing together. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm Doctor. You know, you're Doctor Who. Obviously, you you jump you you jump around a little bit. But yeah. the, the Porto that was that was I I don't want to remember the last Porto game. But I mean, I remember sort of when we played Man City and when we played Arsenal. We mm. you know we weren't doing much. We were very much in our own half. And I was watching the game, thinking like, oh, you know, we're going to sort of you know come out in a minute. But we just never did. You know, and if we play like that against Sheffield United, we're going to get another spanking, aren't we? Again, they're they're a high tempo team. You know, they they won't be giving us lots of space. Um, and we've got to be able, we've got to find a way of dealing with it. Um, mm. You know, the comment there: the Fulham virtually played seven at the back. They did when we allowed them to get back in position because we were so slow. Mm. You know. If we transit, you know, they they had enough attempts on goal. They were in our half quite a lot. You know, these, these days, if you play two sideways passes, teams get back into the shape and then it's difficult. So we've got to be yeah. moving that ball a lot quicker. And the danger is if we're too deep, as I say, we've got 60 or 70 yards to go, you know, yeah. when we actually turn over the ball. Um, I mean, I'd- yeah, teams play against us like that. We've, we've got to learn to deal with it. We have. We've got to learn to break them down. And I mean, Jamie Vardy didn't have a touch till the twenty-fifth minute, and that was a bit scary when you think, you know, <laughs> if we don't 
get the ball to Vardy, we almost at the point now where we don't score. And please don't tell him that I'm about to say this, but Brad actually made a very good point in the post-match show. He's not, it's not live, this. I'll, let it, I'll cut it out. It, it that. <laughs> you did eventually. But th- this is a team um, which is second-stroke third team almost in, in some positions. And at the start, they are players that, you know, came good and what have you. But like Fuchs has played more games. He's played nine games or so in six weeks. Where before, if, I don't think he played nine games in two seasons. And they're all getting to the point maybe of, you know, Morgan's older. You know, there's a lot of older players there that maybe that's the problem. Well, I think um, I think it's, it, it, it is a fair point. And... Uh, mm. Yeah, they're playing more football than they had. I think I would say the same, and it's sort of reflected in the team that I I would go for um, uh, against Sheffield United, which we'll come on to later, Um, that some players are playing more football than they have in a short period of time, and I think it's starting to show. Um, Mendy has has been off the pace the last couple of games as well. You know, he didn't get near anybody against Liverpool. He didn't get anywhere near uh, any of the Fulham players, you know. You know, occasionally I, I I have the odd bet on uh, on players getting booked, but you know those those bets are going down the pan because we're not getting near to anybody to even uh, no. risk getting a booking at the minute. Um, no. we, we're just standing and watching. I mean, hello to Nazir who uh, who made the point there. You know, we're too nice without Cags. I think Cags is a while off coming back, and we'll maybe come on to this later. Other players. Well, following on, in fact, let's just follow on from what we just said there. You know, you, a lot of the players are getting tired, I think, and are playing more games. And, you know, we, we've, we've not only got all these players out and got the Premier League to contend with, we have got the Europa League to contend with as well. Um, Evans is one booking off a suspension. And yeah. I was, every tackle he went in for, I'm thinking, please. Please be careful because we, you know, we can't afford to lose him on top of all the other injuries we've got. Um, We can't. However, you know, I I was very close to um, to to not not dropping him as such, but also but looking at at a formation that might suit us a little bit better because for me, he's he's lost his edge a little bit, and my worry is that he doesn't seem to talk as much uh, as he should mm. be. We've seemed to have lost that organisation. You know, we against um, Braga, I think it was great to have the uh, yeah. the microphones near Michael's goal because you could hear how much he was shouting and doing all the organising. Yeah, There wasn't a lot going on. So you've got a yeah. young Fafana there who's been caught out in a couple of games now by going for challenges where he probably shouldn't have done. He needs somebody next to him who can talk him through a game. And that's what Evans is supposed to be there to do. Now, yeah. you know, I'm not suggesting that, that Morgan would do a better job. Maybe he would, because he does seem to organise a little bit more. He does seem mm. to get the lineup a little bit more. I'm not, I'm not saying he is the answer, but we need to be nurturing for Farner through this difficult period. And, and Evans has yeah. to do that. Um, yeah. So he's, he's got to step up because his last couple of performances, haven't been great at all in mind. Well, may, may, maybe you know, maybe he'll move to Man United again, and <laughs> if the if the roof, well, if if get the roof. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, United, whatever we know, whatever we ask, just double it, and United will pay it. But uh, but we have got Sheffield United, I could say, this weekend, mm. and they are battlers. I mean, you know, they're from the Steel City, and they they kind of you know live up to that. Um, you know, their history, the the they they you know they were down in League One, you know, just three seasons ago, mm. um, and and yeah. they've come up and they've done sort of really well. But um, let's just have a look at how we've done against them. Very, very close, actually. Um, we've played 97 um, times since we were both formed, which I thought would have been more, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. We've won 33, drawn 33, lost 31. So quite close. It's quite close there um, as a... As a, as a um, blah, 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 blah. As, 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 as teams, but I can't get my words out now. But having a look at last season, we beat them twice. No, they weren't easy games, were they? No, no. I was at the uh, I was at the the first game at, uh, at Bramall Lane. Um, I think it was the I think it may have been the first away game that season. Um, and Harvey Barnes scored uh, a screamer um, for the uh, yeah. for the winner. Uh, that game, but that was a tough game. I thought we 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 handled the the situation pretty well. I think, like I say, I'm, I'm sure one of our viewers will um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it may have been their first home game back when they when they got uh, promoted. Uh, so the crowd were up for it. The, the crowd were fantastic, uh, mm. and I'm sure that's playing uh, having a lot to to do with their poor uh, form this season because they really do help that team uh, along when they're at home. They're make a great noise it's, it's a really good old-fashioned kind of stadium i guess uh but we we did really well in that game to play our football and come out with the three points so uh, and i'm expecting nothing nothing easier again this uh, this weekend no i mean i i uh, was talking to alan um a sheffield united fan and if you go on to uh the website lester till i www.lestertillidie.com we have a written opposition view and that's alan and his brother um graham i think it is he's going to do the video one on friday night so go tell the two brothers and i said to him what did he expect or what does he think of sheffield united last season and he said he was expecting what they've got this season. You know, I mean, they've, they've bought a couple of players, but, you know, there, there's the table from the end of last season. Uh, you know, Sheffield United are there. Um, I can't even see what it says now. Is it the ninth they were? Yeah, ninth Sheffield United. And, yeah. you know, look, look where they are now. And I know it's early days, but, oh, you know... <laughs> If I was a Sheffield United fan, I would be thinking WTF. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they've. I, I mean, I thought in their last game they they created quite a few chances. I think was it against West Brom? Uh, mm. But they they created some uh, they created some chances, and uh, yeah. they just got you know when you look at the caliber of their players, I'm not sure many. Of their players would be picked up by anybody else in the uh, in the Premier League. To be honest, maybe a couple of the defensive players, but they've got no big names. Um, they work as a unit. You know that's that's their strength. They work as a unit, and when that unit starts to break down a little bit, uh, as it seems to be this season, they they struggle. Having said that, you know we we uh, we, we do tend to struggle ourselves against teams that are not having uh, the best of times. So. You know they, yeah. they'll be looking, at some point. At some point, you know they're going to get a win. 
You know, they're going to yeah. get some points on the board, you know, unless they, uh, here's, here's the opportunity to have another go at Derby. Unless they look like they're going to do, uh, do a Derby and finish with, what, 15 points or whatever it was, then, you know, yeah. they're, they're going to be picking up some points sooner rather than later. And yeah. uh, we really need to turn it around from our poor two performances. We can't afford another bad one. Do you not think, I mean, you, you made the point there that, um, you know, that, that they're due, probably due a win or, or due a game. But Leicester, we seem to be the kicking boys for every team. If a player's not scored for five hours, they've only got to say that yep. before the game against Leicester and they score. And mm. the worry is they're going to be, they're going to have a look and they're going to have seen what Fulham did to us and they're going to be up for it. Oh, definitely. I mean, we uh, last week when we were talking uh, about the the Fulham game, uh, somebody came on and said, you know, they they haven't scored a penalty. They're not going to. They've not had penalties. Yeah. They've not scored one. You know, they're bound to score one against us. And there it is. You know, it happened. Mm. Um, yeah, we 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 seem to be the sort of team that uh, teams going through a bad run like to play against. You know, yes. they will be all yeah. up for it. You know it. Um, I yeah. don't know. I, I assume that they are in tier three um, uh, because obviously, you know, if they're in tier two, there's the opportunity that they may have some fans in there, which uh, even if it was a couple of thousand um, would make things different. Because obviously that, we're going to have to start taking that into consideration now that we, we're going to be going away playing teams with, uh, with fans in the ground. So it's going to be slightly mm -hmm. different for our players. Well, I, um, you know, here in tier three, just, we're not. We're not I just have made a note there. I suppose there's nothing you can really do about it. But yeah, if a you know a team comes to play Leicester, you've got no teams. And you know, Sheffield doing the same. I think it's everybody sort of Leicester and going north, apart from Liverpool. You know, and then yeah. you know you've got we go to to say, let's say Southampton. And they're allowed to have yeah. fans. But it, so, you know, it is what it is. But I just want to bring a couple of points in that people have made here. And they kind of link into uh, to the point here. Is, but I'll, I'll bring them both up. And I don't know who it is. Again, Facebook user, I've got no idea who you are, so I can't give you a shout-out on this. But uh, Madders is not fit, and he just keeps looking for free kicks all of the time. And then another stat, and yeah, I remember seeing this stat come up, yeah. that we've had 52 corners this season and we haven't scored from one of them. We are totally rubbish on... Madders has lost it. He's, he's rubbish with corners. I think right at the last minute, he, you know, it, we're finding it hard to get it past the first man. Free kicks. I mean, that free kick he took when we beat Southampton, 9-0 that time. Yeah. You know, he, he was... Yeah. And I know players go through bad form and what have you, but it's almost like... You know, if I was the opposition team, I'd say, let it go for a corner. It's only Leicester. And we used to be yeah. so good at them, you know, in the O'Neill days, didn't we? And what, what well, you look at it and, uh, you, you know, I was looking, when I was looking at the team and, and what worried me a little bit was um, our, our lack of height, you know, our, our lack mm. of power in this team. So against the team like Sheffield United, when they're getting free kicks and corners around the box, I think it'll be holding a breath time, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and from our own set pieces, it's just, you know, number one, if we can get the ball in the box, great. But there's no plan. Yeah. There's no movement. You see other players, you know, other teams working on things. Players are running around the back. People are being blocked off to create space for other people. We don't seem to be doing any of that. Uh, you know, we, you know, there was a period where we looked to be a little bit creative. and uh, But now it just seems 
you know, hoof the ball in the box and see if we can win it. And now we can't even get the ball in the box. So I don't know what they're doing, whether the lack of training time that we've had recently, because it's all um, uh, travelling and playing, whether that is one of the things that has had to be uh, put to one side, that they don't have the time to to work on set pieces anymore. Um, it's certainly looking that way. Yeah. It, it, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I'm just sort of worried, to be honest with you. The good news is, though, coming up for the Sheffield United game, is that we might have a couple of the, what we would call first, Team, although they're all first teams, obviously, but some of the sort of players that we've missed, you know, the Pierres and, yeah. and the Castagnas, we might be seeing some of them coming back. Well, I hope so. Otherwise, the team that I've put out, it will look very, very silly because um, I've made some, <laughs> I've made some assumptions um, that we will have. Uh, but just, just going back to um, mm. to the Madison uh, uh, point, it's interesting because that my, my the first team that I came up with. Um, for for this Chef United game didn't have Madison in it. Um, I thought he um, he'd been a lot more uh, he'd had a lot more impact when he was coming on, even as trying to prove something. Mm. It seems to me like his confidence has been knocked a little bit. Um, he's seen Grealish overtake him um, from an England perspective. He was left mm. out of the England squad. He didn't get called into the England squad when there was injuries. For me. You know, you either roll your sleeves up, you get on the ball and you show that you need to be in that team or you go and hide a little bit. And for me, unfortunately, at the minute, it seems like his confidence has taken a knot and he's uh, not so much hiding, but he's not imposing himself on the game like he needs to. You know, he's our, yeah. he's our uh, uh, sort of, he can be our talisman when he's on the ball and he's in the mood. But at the minute, he, he needs to, to rediscover that form. I think the... the... <laughs> At the end of the day, we're still we're through to the you know the the round of thirty two in the Europa League. We're sitting fourth in the you know <laughs> in the league. It's it's yeah. not a bad season really overall. Maybe no. you know I mean I, I know Liverpool yeah. didn't last year, but most teams have the troublesome you know times of the season. Man City were you know losing to us. I mean Liverpool and lost to Villa this season. Uh, you know, and I'd sooner be where I am than where Arsenal are, for example, at the moment. You know, it, you know, it's not a, it's not all doom and gloom, is it? You know, we've lost a couple, but you know, we've, we've, yes, we've lost to Villa, yes, we lost to Fulham, but you know, we beat Man City, we beat Arsenal. You know, would we have been any better off? It, and we've got yeah, to say, exactly. Yeah. exactly. If you if you'd have flipped it round and looked at the overall points totally, looking at the team the games that we've got and you said right we won't get anything against man city we'll get nothing against liverpool uh which we didn't but uh yeah. and then we'll uh we'll, we'll pick up wins against for you'd end up with the same yeah. points uh and all would be looking a bit rosier i think yeah. you know this season you know i to me if we're going to have a little blip you know i'd rather have it now when we're when we're in fourth and we're busy in the europa league if we can get through this tough period, this was always going to be the toughest period. You know, we've got, what, six six European games surrounded by league games with all our injuries. I mean, if we if we take a step back, look at it in perspective and think, as you say, we've already qualified out of that uh, European group. We are still fourth in the league. We're starting to get our players back. Maybe if we just... Uh, 
you know, things are maybe not as bad as we think we are. I think we've had two bad performances. You know, yeah. if we'd have had two okay performances and we were a bit unlucky and we still didn't come out with any points, people would accept it a little bit more. I think it's the level of performance. But I think we also need to accept that that tiredness has started to kick in a little bit and we are starting to miss our miss our quality players but as they come back hopefully we can we can kick on and uh, and go again yeah that said though i mean you know i remember somebody after we lost against liverpool said right well chin up guys we've got an easy run coming up now yeah. <laughs> but sometimes these things come out and bite you on the uh, proverbial arse you know um this is the premier league, medhurst, you know it's yeah, andy medhurst basically agreeing with you it's frustrating we can beat man city but lose to fulham but that's leicester it is, it, it is Leicester. It's Leicester. <laughs> and it's the Premier League this season as well. You know, Well, definitely, I think yes. I think we've mentioned before, you know, there are no easy games in the Premier League mm. because they, they're easy if you play to your, your level. If you dip from your level, then the teams are too good to actually let you get away with it. Yes. You know, we are in a, in a... The Premier League has probably more money than any other league, which also means that the lesser teams, for the want of a better phrase, also have a lot of money. They can go around Europe picking off very, very good players. Year on year, the strength and depth of the Premier League improves. So if you're not at it, you're going to get found out a little bit. And, and we're finding that at the minute. We just need to dig in and, and get through it. I think that has been seen by... You know, the teams like, you know, years ago, Burnley would have probably had to sell Tarkovsky because they would need the money. West mm. Brom, prime example, a couple of seasons ago, they didn't have to sell um, Johnny Evans for £30 million to Man City in the January transfer window. Ended up, we got him, obviously, a, a, a lot cheaper. But time now for you to put your, you know, to, to take your slippers off and uh, put Brendan's shoes on and have a look. I mean, with, with things as they are at the moment um, and looking at how we've played and looking at, um, you know, what's uh, what's available to us, your formation and lineup for the um, for the upcoming game. I, I think it's time that we we started to be a little bit more positive, and uh, um, I, I'm hoping that we're going to have a couple of players back. So I've gone with a four-two-three-one uh, this time. Okay. I've, I've ditched the five at the back. We've gone to a four-two-three-one. So uh, I'm going to keep Casper in goal just because he's great entertainment value with the microphones around his goal. Um, <laughs> So the the middle two will we'll go with Fafana and Evans. When, when I looked at this before and I was having a back five, I, I was putting Morgan back in, to be honest, because I think we just needed someone who could actually push our team up the little pitch a little bit more and be a bit more vocal. But in the end, I've, I've gone for the four. So Fafana and Evans, um, I'm hoping Ricardo's going to be back and also Castagna. So Ricardo right back and Castagna left back. Uh, Difficult for, for James Justin to be left out because I think he's been one of our better players. He's He's been played in so many positions and he, and he never gives anything less than 100%. I think he's a real a real star and, he, and he's normally really, really positive uh, when he gets the ball and drives forward. So, uh, But I think, you know, again, for him, it may be good to just give him a little bit of a rest as well. 
exactly what I was going to say then. I mean, I'm very much against dropping a player who's in form just because a named player is coming back. But I think you've got to because I think those players, although they've been playing reasonably well for us, we can see, you know, they're running like they're running through mud at the moment. So, yeah, I, I agree with yeah. you on that totally. Mm. Uh, okay, so that's yeah. that's the back four. So the back four, so the two in front of that, I've given Mendy a rest as well. Uh, I, okay. Again, the, the last couple of games, I think he's been great for us filling in for Indeedy, yeah. but for me, the last couple of games, he's looked like someone who hasn't played a lot of football over the past few seasons. So all, all of these games in a short period of time, for me, are starting to show on him. Um, so yeah. I've gone with Pratt and Tielemans, uh there as a, as a two. I think Pratt's got a bit of steel about him. Um, he hasn't played that great in the last couple of games but I think he's, if he's given a little bit more responsibility and uh, and a role to do and Tielemans seems to be dropping a little bit deeper anyway so so I've gone for Pratt and Tielemans um, sitting in there as a two and then the three in front so I've, I've gone a bit more uh, attacking this time so Madison will play in front of those two with Barnes and uh, Under and then Vardy right, in front yep. So you'd give un under his start at last? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it's, you, you know, we're, the problem for me seemed like um, against Fulham that we we had that middle three sitting behind Vardy of Pratt, mm. Tielemans and Madison. Now, now, none of those to me have got any pace. So that that gap, because we sit deep, that gap between the midfield and Vardy is just too big. You know, mm. we've we got no threat. The, they could really easily get, put two players on Vardy, one drop off to, to cover the run, and we had nothing. We had no other options because we were too slow, too deep, too slow getting up. The fullbacks didn't get up the pitch, or if they did, they were getting caught out. You know, um, yeah. young Luke Thomas was playing up as a left winger at some points, and they were just yeah. chipping the ball down the right-hand side. Um so for me, as I say, if you've got Pratt and Tielemans who can control the game in front of the back four and then you've got a real creative threat in under Madison and Barnes behind Vardy, I think it's a game we've got to we've got to be on the front foot. We've got to cause yeah. and pose a threat to Sheffield United. If we sit back and let them come on to us, you know, they're, they're aggressive. You know, we're, we're, yeah. we're going to struggle to get out. Do you think as well, I mean, you know, we when we... When I mean, when we brought Inacho on, um, mm. and again, I mean, so many of our players at the moment have done well, and are not, you know, they, they, it's not like one or two are doing bad. They're all kind of struggling at the moment. Um, mm. But surely, if you bring in something like Inacho on, have you not got to bring on Albrighton as well to get the ball in for him? Because he isn't, a, a, you know, a Vardy. For me, you know, if you, if you're bringing um, Albrighton on, or you're playing Albrighton, then you, you play Slimani. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, Ian Atta for me isn't you know isn't uh, isn't a great header of the ball. He's different to Vardy. He he's a link mm. for me. He's more of a link-up player. You get the ball into his yeah. feet. He's very good with his back to goal. He likes little one-twos. He can turn. For me, he's not someone who's going to go and and attack a ball. Um, mm. So Albright for me, you know, again, he's, he's there as a backup. He's there if you're going to use him to the best of his ability, which is get the ball out to him and get him mm. to whip across him. But at the minute, 
we we don't have enough bodies in the box to make that yeah. you know a, a viable option well i've got to bring this up for you and we won't comment on it we'll quickly move past it but i would rest matters and play perez mm, yeah well yeah uh, um then again i don't you know, know i think i know, think maybe in the formation in the formation i've chosen i think you, you could do that you could easily rest matters and you could easily play Nacho in that hole as well because his link-up play is very good. You know, if you've got one who comes short, one who goes in behind, then it causes a problem um, for, for for teams because they don't know whether to drop in one of the centre-halves to drop into the gap to pick up in Nacho or whoever's playing in that little 10 or drop off with Vardy and it, and it causes a different sort of problem. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't argue against, uh, against resting matters, but... Uh, but again, Perez maybe, but Ian Acho could easily work in that little hole. I, I don't, th I don't think that's that's um, Brad that suggested that by any stretch of the imagination. But let's um, let's move on. Before we go and um, have a look at sort of a classic match, as, as we always do on these, and um, I'm sure the sort of you you you've thought about this. Let's um, let's have a look at the old foot in both camps and have a look at a couple of players that are yeah. sort of donned the blue of uh, the Foxes and the red and white of Sheffield United. Good old Dave Bassey, you know, the red, yeah. the red hair of the football league. <laughs> in, in, today's, in today's modern football, um, those players combined must must uh, command a fee of at least half a million. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have Brian Dean playing now. I tell you what, he uh, he, he yeah. could find the net, you know. Mm. But uh, I know probably a lot of the other ones, a lot of our uh, younger um viewers might uh, might not know them but um keith gillespie used to like fighting with his own play oh no that was that no it wasn't that was dave batty uh, i should do it <laughs> but let's uh let's move on and uh as we always do at this time um craig being the mature fan that he is and goes back a little time we're going to bring up a classic match between sheffield united and leicester city uh, yeah, and uh, and there was a foot in both camps player actually playing in this game who, who was not on your list right. there, Chris. So uh, yeah. it was interesting to see a couple of players who did actually play in this game. So I'm going to take you back to 1990, Ooh, May the 5th. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were probably just still at school, weren't you, uh, at yeah. that point? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so 1990, May the 5th, getting towards the end of a, of a long season, we were comfortably mid-table. Sheffield United, however, were going into uh, the last game of the season, which this was, last game of the normal season. Uh, there were playoffs uh, at that time. Last game of the normal season, uh, Sheffield United were second at the time. Leeds had won the league. Sheffield United were second and two points ahead of Newcastle going into the last game. So, Sheffield United needed to better whatever Newcastle did, and they came to uh, Filbert Street, as it was at the time. And I remember this guy. I was there in this game, and I remember it because I'm sure half of the crowd 
was from Sheffield United. Um, they seemed to be everywhere. Uh, there was lots of them. I, I spent most of the match uh, standing with a group of them in pen four, to be honest, uh, watching the game. But the atmosphere was absolutely fantastic. I don't know whether you do remember at the time, um, they had these luminous yellow away shirts that they that they. Oh wore. my God! Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, the crowd was full of them. Um, they were either the red and white stripes or this luminous yellow, uh, and they were so loud, so noisy, but really, really good natured with it. There was no hint of any trouble. I think at the time we'd we'd had a mediocre season, so we were just happy to be part of the game, a part of a game that actually meant something at the end of the season. Um, we didn't play particularly well, to be honest. They had something to play for, so they were up for it. And they uh, they ran out worthy winners and, and beat us 5-2. Um, Tony Agana, I think they had the, the, the strike force of Brian Dean and Tony Agana. Uh, Dean scored one, Tony Agana got two. Um, and uh, it was just a fantastic game. And... Um, in that team for Sheffield United was uh, one Colin Hill, who uh, ah, we signed yes. in '92. We signed yes. in '92, um, who was uh, probably the Johnny Evans of his day. You know, short in stature, but uh, mm. but he was a good, tough old player, Colin Hill, and I think he was with us for quite a few years. But also in that team was Chris Wilder. Um, wow, now wow. the manager. So he, he was playing in that team as well. And uh, they were a, a good old-fashioned team. There wasn't many superstars in there. You know, there was Brian Dean, as I say, was probably the, the most well-known. Um, but a, a really good game. And I think at the end, there's, there's lots of photographs. They all stormed the pitch. It looked like a home game at the end of it. There were that yeah. many Sheffield United fans on the pitch. Um, but yeah, 5-2, luminous uh, yellow shirts uh, and a great end to the season, even though it didn't really yeah. mean anything there was in the end uh newcastle got beat 4-1 away at uh at, at middlesbrough and uh so they, they didn't need to win but they they did it in style anyway right. nice memories gonna do a little bit further with the memories now and i just realized thank god i wrote it this way around but i've got a post-it note here it says craig kiss and I'm glad I didn't write it the other way around that says Kiss Craig. <laughs> but uh, I like you, mate. But, you know, I like to um, let's, uh, move fine. on quickly. <laughs> and, of course, it's a famous picture, um, one that mm. our Birch will never sort of live down. I, don't know, I think he's happy to talk about it. Um, Tony, one Tony Curry. And as you can see in that graphic there, the original one, um of of them when they were sat down and kissed and the uh the recreation there and the famous quote that um alan said i didn't think anything of the kiss but the shit hit the fan and it was discussed in parliament i don't remember that but my god yeah i suppose in them days you know in these days they do that would just be a goal celebration wouldn't it you know but the no, fact well, that they're on opposing teams they probably would i think i remember when um, Birchard were talking about it afterwards, I think they'd had a bit of a clash in the, in the in the middle of the pitch and it looked like it could have got out of hand and they just sort of sat there, looked at each other and for whatever reason, they decided yeah. that rather than uh, rather than raise fists, they were going for a quick yeah. kiss and then run mm -hmm. off and, and say no more about it. But it's an iconic photograph. You know, in, yeah. in, in I'm Lester, not sure. 
It is, it is. I mean, I think it's probably up at the stadium somewhere. If, if doing that. I'm not sure whether this is going to work or not, but let me just try and um, bring this in. I don't know if you can see um, what I'm going to do here, because I've never done this before. Um, but there we go. Um, whoops. You, in fact, you can't really see what it says, but it's a lovely quote, and this is from The Athletic. Uh, and where well, you can read this if you do subscribe to the athletic and i think they've got an offer at the moment a pound a month for 12 months so it's only 12 pound for the full year and they do actually have some really really good journalistic stories it's it's not gutter press or tabloid they do some really good stories but it's got there um and this is this is alan's wife heather she goes well 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 You've done it this time, muttered Heather Birchnell, as she flung a copy of one of the National Sunday newspapers towards her husband. Alan, who was enjoying a lie-in after featuring for Leicester in their 4-0 defeat at Sheffield United the day before. Um, sorry, he was doing that. Uh, Birchnell was expecting the usual morning cup of tea, or Rosie Lee, as he would call it. Um, read from the read the paper. Um, and, I mean, you know, <laughs> that's, these days, you know, it would be... Um, It'd be you know national news and Sky'd be showing it for um for sort of you know for ages, wouldn't they? But it it was fun those days. You know, it was, it was a bit of a laugh and a joke, and like you say, something that you know it'll always be remembered for. Yeah, I, I mean to to be honest, these days they'd pro probably both be sent off for an intentional movement of the head towards the other. <laughs> <laughs> that is very, very true. Very, very true. Um, we're going to have a look at score predictions in a minute. I just want to, again, mention um, to Simon Marsden, if you want to contact me, uh, if you're watching this on Catch Up, if anybody is watching it that knows him, you've won the book, and Barry Pierpoint will sign that with a personal message for you. Um, but, yeah, score predictions. If anybody wants to give their score predictions, I've gone 2-1 for Leicester because I think we've got to win it what are you going to go for uh, Craig um, well I know you'll, you'll probably give out the uh, the other guys uh, and see what they've gone for so uh, it won't influence me by hearing theirs first but hmm. I'm going to go uh, put my positive head on and say 3-1 victory to us Right. In fact, it's a very good point because I I haven't actually um, <laughs> made a note of them, but I'm waiting on Steve Linux to come back to me. Bless him. I think he might be working away. <laughs> so he is always the last one to come back with the with his predictions. But Ian Marshall and I love Ian Marshall. I love Marshy. You know, he'll actually if he thinks if he thinks we're going to lose, he'll predict it. He doesn't give a shit. Do you honest with you? He just says it as it is, and I'm not going to argue with the guy. You know, but he's gone one all, and uh, and Walshy, Steve Walsh, he's gone for uh, two one to Leicester, same as me. But I got mine in first. You know, well, but yeah. uh, just. Just to finally, finally finish, as if we, we've not finished already. Thanks for that. We'll see. Let's hope. Let's hope we're all right. You know, and let's hope that uh, we can uh, we we can actually get the win this time. We need to get back into That's winning ways. Um, I got. I showed you this earlier, and lockdown yes. boredom. I was having a sort out of my shirts, and when we won the league, and I was I wasn't doing this bit, but I was running on the I was running the sort of the, the website and the Facebook. Um, up oh, somebody here who who is this? Sorry, just very quickly. Oh, Andy Murphy, he's gone two one Sheffield United. 
we wouldn't be surprised, I don't think, if it was. But, you know, keep the faith, Andy, keep the faith. But when we won the league that year, we were being, I was sort of, I had interviews with Australian radio. I was like talking to two DJs on speed. They were <laughs> too, too happy by far. Um, were they on speed? Sorry? Were they on speed or were you, Chris? I wasn't. No, it was it was their breakfast show, but it was seven o'clock at night for us here, and they were so. I mean, I I felt like I was after they'd done their introduction because they were so g'd up and playing everything about, and you know, Friday's eleven and eleven that it got me excited. But basically, Leicester were all over the place, and I was getting so many freebies given to me. And excuse me, because it, you probably will be able to see the the moves here, but I got so many t-shirts that now don't fit me. So we've got the Schmeichel Street. You could have. I remember this one. You could actually order these. They were um, City of Champions, Schmeichel Street. You could have um, Vardy Boulevard. You could, you know, um, you could choose what you wanted. But um, I'd got so many, and I'm just going to. Um, show, I'm not going to mold that one. Just about fits me. I think you can still see me moves on that. But um, these others are, are too small for me now. So oh, let me just do it that way. I've got to do everything opposite way round. It's very confusing, this. So that's, of course, chat shit get banged, which is also my tattoo, by the way. Uh, we'll talk about that another time. Um, I loved having this done. The last English team in the Champions League. <laughs> um, and then that was just like a, a Champions League and uh, Leicester City logo. Um, and uh, th this was another chat shit get banged. That was a little bit more not as subtle. <laughs> and for anyone, uh, uh, for anyone who's just joining us, uh, welcome to uh, Catwalk Chris. <laughs> this is Got Quad How to Look Good Naked. You have to watch that <laughs> later. That's that's an, that's another channel I do that you've got to subscribe to. And I actually did love this one, it just made me laugh. Lester till I die, glory hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That was brilliant, but I tell you what, it was um, it was good memories. I've got I've got the old Premier League trophy on the other side of the room as well. So um, good good times that that did make me smile oh, yeah. looking through those. I might actually give them away later on as prizes because I say a couple of them literally I say I am bursting out all over uh, in them. But um, but sadly, not, not something we want to think about. Chris. <laughs> no, no, no. I, tell you I, I actually, I was trying them on before. I was having my Gokwal moment. I was trying them all on before I came on because I said, I'm wearing the Schmeichel Street one. I think which one shows me moves off less, you know? And then I had is, to position that, the camera. Is, is that going to be included in the uh, Tuesday night preview show uncut? <laughs> yes, the, di the director's cut. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you're quite right there, Craig. <laughs> nice one, but yeah, I had to position the uh, the camera so that it just didn't sort of show too much. But um, like I say, they're 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 all of the programs, and um, well, that will be that will be the director's cut version. But, hey, Craig, I, I thank don't know you so much. You. Sorry, I don't know why Lenica bullied you. <laughs> 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 no, I'm waiting for. I'm just. I'm just so sorry they don't do this. Is your life anymore? I'd love yeah. to go on that, but um, I, I I used to be quiet and shy and reserved. I love you, know, I love you, know, but um, sadly, um, that is our time up. So um, thank you very much, Craig. As always, um, great, uh, great to always. chat thank with you. Everyone. 
and your your messages and you know your your matches etc and i it, doesn't give me any pleasure to say this, but I have to say it every week. I'll be I'll being able to say it. I will see you next Tuesday. You will indeed. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Thanks a lot, Craig. Take care. So thanks very much to Craig for that. I do like saying um, see you next Tuesday. But um, I'll be back before next Tuesday. In fact, you can get me uh, tomorrow night, uh, same time, 7.30, when I will be with Mark, and we'll, it will be for the European show. So um, you can catch that as we look forward to um, Zoya Luhansk away. I'm not sure where we're playing it. I don't think it's their stadium, um, because I don't think it's, it's a bit too close to the Russian border. Uh, but, hey, we've got them away on thursday so 7 30 tomorrow me and mark with the european show be there and be square hope you've enjoyed the show if you have done please follow us on youtube lester till i die tv click the subscribe button and uh, join us in we're trying to sort of get the numbers up that would be absolutely fantastic if you can of course we're also available and it will all come up in a minute all the details we're also on instagram facebook twitter and pinterest and of course our website is www.lestertillidie.com and if you prefer not to see us <laughs> after i've just paraded all my shirts you probably never want to see us and you sooner listen we're available as an lt lester till i die podcast as lester till i die in about half an hour on spotify apple google and other podcasts are available take care guys Remember what I always say, don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. Goodbye, and I'll see you tomorrow night. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye, and see you next time. Shut up and sit down. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.